0: This is Volumes of Fear. It is a terrifying experience. And I'm Winston. And um you're you're listening to Volumes of Fear presented by Crimson Knight Productions. The following broadcast is a mix of horror and comedy presented as a narrative podcast. The host of Volumes of Fear is Piedmont Montgomery. Ah boy, these are a mouthful. I'm tired
1: now. You're listening to Volumes of Fear, and here is your host. Piedmont Montgomery.
0: Welcome to Volumes of Fear. This is the first ever podcast dedicated to horror stories. I'm your host, Piedmont Montgomery, and we are coming to you from reading room number two, found in the Eastridge Public Library. On this broadcast, we will be sharing with you a story about love and how it is truly blind. Or, at the very least, it's open to, shall we say... Intermingling? Tonight's tale is, guess who's coming to brains. Today was a special day for the Davis family. Not only was it a Sunday where they always dined together as a family, but it was also the day that their daughter Amanda was to bring home her new beau. Both Harold and Helen Davis were curious about the new suitor in Amanda's life. For Amanda had gone through a number of romantic partners throughout the years, and both Harold and Helen were intrigued by the prospect of this new gentleman, as Amanda spoke so very highly of him, going as far as to call him the one for her. The family gathered in the living room, along with their young son Billy, and Harold's great-uncle Richard, as they awaited Amanda's arrival.
2: Where is she, huh? She's supposed to be here like 15 minutes ago.
3: Would you relax, Harold? You know Amanda. She's always late.
2: Come on, Helen. you think if she was so eager for us to meet this guy, she'd be on time.
3: What's gotten into you, Harold?
2: I just want to meet this bum and get it over with.
3: Would you relax? I'm sure he's a nice guy. Amanda really seems to like him.
2: Yeah, she also seemed to like the previous three guys. Shut up, Billy. I just know she was really into the previous loser she brought home. Then she dumped him like yesterday's trash.
3: Oh, Harold...
2: Hey, I think I see the car. I think it's them.
3: Well, don't just stand there. Let's get to the front door to greet them. Come on, Billy, on your feet. What about me?
2: I'm cold and I need a blanket. You just sit there, Uncle Richard. You might fall over. I'm going to call social services.
0: Harold, Helen, and Billy quickly moved to the door. They were in time to meet Amanda as she opened the door and entered the Davis home.
4: Mom! Oh, Amanda, it's so nice to see you. Hi, Dad.
2: Come here, sweetie. Give your old man a hug.
4: It's so good to see you guys. You all look good.
2: Thanks, honey. You look good as well. Now, uh... What? I just thought that you were, you know... He wants to meet the new bum you're dating. Shut up, Billy. But seriously, where is this
0: guy?
4: He's actually right here.
0: Finally, the moment had come. Harold and Helen were dying with anticipation to meet Amanda's new boyfriend. Amanda stepped aside and in walked her new man. However, as Harold and Helen laid their eyes upon Amanda's new boyfriend, their anticipation turned to shock and horror as they soon realized that Amanda's boyfriend was a zombie.
1: Mom,
4: Dad, this is Ted.
1: (laughs) Blurr... Brains.
0: Stunned, neither Harold nor Helen could say anything for a moment. A feeling of awkwardness began in that moment of silence.
4: Ted, these are my parents, Harold and Helen. And this is my brother, Billy. And over there is great uncle Richard.
1: What are you looking at? Bra. bra-, bra- brains.
3: W- well, it, it's certainly n- nice to meet you, Ted.
2: Uh, yeah, Ted. Nice to meet you.
1: Brains.
3: Yes, well, Amanda, why don't you show Ted around the house? Dinner will be ready soon. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Thanks, Mom.
0: Amanda led Ted into the house. She began giving him a tour while Helen tried to put on a brave face. Harold remained in complete shock.
3: Harold, you're gawking.
0: Helen, did you see that? He's a, uh...
3: A what,
2: Harold? He's a zombie.
3: Oh, Harold, don't be so judgmental.
2: Helen, I know a zombie when I see one. His skin was gray, his clothes were tattered and smelled, he walks like rigor mortis is setting in, and all he can say is brains? He's a zombie, Helen.
3: Try and be open-minded, dear, for Amanda's sake.
2: Helen, our little girl is dating a brain-eating zombie.
3: Harold, I'm disappointed in you. We don't know anything about him.
2: Yeah, besides, Dad, he ain't much different than Uncle Richard. I heard
0: that, you little jerk.
2: Shut up, Billy. This here is a serious situation we got on our hands.
3: Oh, Harold, we, we don't know anything about Ted. About who? Ted. Helen,
2: you called it by a name?
3: Well, he was a person once. I can't believe this. Getting frustrated and causing a scene isn't going to help anything. Let's just meet him and see what he's like. They're coming back. Behave now. Well, I hope you gave him the official tour, Amanda. I did, Mom. I think he liked it. <laughs>
1: Brains.
3: That's nice. You know what? Dinner is almost ready and I could use a hand in the kitchen. Amanda, why don't you come give me a hand? And Harold, why don't you and Ted watch the game for a few minutes until dinner's ready?
2: Uh, yeah. We can do that. What do you say, Ted?
0: Brains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Helen and Amanda ventured into the kitchen while Harold and Ted sat in the living room with Uncle Richard and Billy. Harold put on the football game and did his best to make conversation.
2: So, Ted, you a football fan? Brains. <laughs> right. What kind of work are you in, Ted? Brains. <sighs> I think I understand. Hey, Ted, what are you lacking in life? Brains.
1: Now
0: oh, that's a funny.
2: Billy, go on. Go help your mother in the kitchen. But, Dad... Go on. Fine. Sorry, Ted. The kid's an idiot.
0: Brains. As Harold was doing his best to make conversation with Ted, Helen was putting the finishing touches on dinner, while Amanda talked her ear off about Ted.
4: But then we decided, why not just give it a try? I mean, we'd been friends for a while, and we just had so much in common. Uh-huh. But I thought about it, and I just knew Ted was the right guy for me. That's nice, dear. Mom, you're not listening to me. What's that? You're not listening to me. Oh, well, I'm trying to get dinner ready, dear. No, that's not it. You and Dad both have been strange since Ted and I got here. I'm just listening to you, honey. No, something is wrong. You don't like Ted. Is that it? I don't even know him. I can't believe this. What? I knew you and dad weren't going to like him. No, sweetie, that's not it. Why is it that whenever I bring home a new boyfriend, you and dad always don't like him right away? Why don't you ever give anyone a chance? I'd just like to get to know him, that's all. I saw the look on your face and on dad's. It's because he's different, isn't it? It's because he's a zombie, right? That's the meatloaf. I knew it. I just want to get to know him, that's all
3: it is. I'm going to go set the table. Amanda, please.
0: As Amanda stormed off, Helen felt strongly about her desire to get to know Ted better. However, she also knew that this situation might be one where she would have to go the extra step to make Ted feel welcome.
3: I want Amanda to know that I want to get to know Ted. Make him feel welcome. But what can I do? If Harold is right and Ted's a zombie, then... Hey, I've got it! Hey, Billy! Yeah, Mom? Billy, I need you to run an errand. Isn't dinner almost ready? This is more important. I'm going to write a quick note. Here, take this to Beefy's Meat Market. What is it? Just something I need for later. Go on now.
0: And like a mouse fleeing the deathly clutches of a cat's jaw, Billy was on his way. Helen grabbed a few mixing bowls and began preparing some ingredients for use upon Billy's return. She didn't have much time, but she knew she had something that could make Ted feel at home. Soon enough, Billy returned with the requested item from Beefy's Meat Market.
3: Did they have it? Yep. Good thing they're open on Sundays. Yes. Well, give me the bag and go help your sister set the table. We're going to be eating in a few minutes. Okay, Mom.
0: Billy scurried off while Helen quickly went to work on her idea. Meanwhile, in the dining room, everyone was sitting down at their places.
4: Here, Ted. You can sit here.
1: Brains.
2: Billy, help Uncle Richard to the table.
4: But, Dad, he really smells today.
2: I don't care. Go help him. You can give him a bath after dinner.
3: Ugh, gross. I don't want him to bathe me.
2: Hey, Helen, we eating or what?
3: I'm coming.
0: Soon enough, dinner was placed around the table, and everyone had taken their seats. It was about time to begin the meal.
2: Well, let's say grace. Come, Lord Jesus, Jesus, be
1: brave. Our guests guests and 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 let breathe these gifts. Brains. To he us be, be blessed. blessed. Amen. 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 Brains.
3: So, Harold, earlier in the kitchen, Amanda was telling me how she and Ted met.
2: Oh, yeah? Well, Amanda, why don't you tell us how you met
0: one another?
4: I think I'll pass.
0: The room went silent. No one said a word as they could tell the situation was volatile. Everyone simply ate in silence. When they'd finished, Helen cleared the table and brought out a covered tray that had the dessert.
4: Who would like dessert? I would. It better be
0: pudding. So,
2: Amanda, how'd you and Ted meet?
4: I'm not up for talking about how Ted and I met.
2: Why not? What's going on here?
4: Oh, come on, Dad. Amanda, what is this? Ever since Ted walked in here, you and Mom have been uncomfortable with him. You haven't even gotten to know him. Oh, sweetie, we want to know him. Don't try and fool me, Mom. Neither of you have ever given anyone I've brought home a chance. First, there was Frank. But you didn't like how he lumbered. Then there was Alucard, and you didn't like his drinking habit. After that, you said Larry was too wild. Then you didn't like Ardith because he kept asking for napkins. Don't forget Jack.
2: Shut up, Billy.
4: No, Billy's right. You also didn't like Jack because you felt he was nothing to look at. It's not fair. You both judged so quickly. And now with Ted, it took two seconds, and you both had him pegged for something you didn't like.
0: Amanda's tirade had certainly spoiled dinner. No one knew what to say. The silence was deafening for a moment. Amanda,
2: you're my little girl. What can I say? I got high standards for what I look for when it comes to the people you date. And yeah, I admit I've been judgmental and maybe even unaccepting. But look at the guys you've brought home over the years. Frank was a monster created in a lab. Elricard was a vampire. Larry was a werewolf. The art of the guy was a mummy. And Jack was invisible. Literally. And now... You bring home Ted? Braids. And upon first seeing him, I'm sorry, honey. I see a zombie. But I want to get to know him. You seemed so happy when you first came in the door. And I want to know Ted and see if he's the right guy for you. I want you to be happy. And I want to make sure Ted
0: is the right guy. That's all. And finally, Amanda saw that her dad truly loved her and had really worried all this time she realized that perhaps she had been the one who wasn't being sensitive to her mother and father.
4: Oh, Dad, I get it. I'm sorry.
0: And like that, Amanda got up and rushed over to her father and gave him a big hug.
4: Ted, say brains if you're okay with my dad getting to know you.
0: Brains. All right then, Ted, I want to
2: get to know you. But first, let's have some dessert. Helen?
4: Considering this is Ted's first
3: time here, I decided to add a little something special to the pudding.
2: Oh, yeah? What'd you do?
3: I had Billy run down to Beefy's Meat Market and get some leftover cow brain. You what? I minced it up real fast and added it to the pudding.
0: Helen then lifted the cover off the dessert tray to reveal a large bowl of vanilla pudding with little bits of chopped brain added to it.
3: I hope you like it, Ted. Oh, Mom! That's so thoughtful!
0: I dropped the glass I put my false teeth into.
3: Oh,
2: Richard, sometimes I swear you got no brains. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's funny. Good one, Ted. It's not funny. Get this perlet off me. He's trying to bite my head. Well, if Ted's looking for a meal, he's only going to have a snack with you, Uncle Richard. Hey, there's the kid. That's funny, too.
0: And in the midst of the joviality, the Davis family began to bond. They were accepting Ted and learning to love and respect one another in new ways. Poor Uncle Richard. If it's any comfort, I'm sure Ted enjoyed the meal, even if the brains were a little mushy. I must say, this particular story was rather entertaining... Wouldn't you agree, Winston? Yes, Mr. Piedmont. It was great. Probably my most favorite thing ever. Thank you, Winston. I appreciate your vote of confidence. Ah, Mr. Piedmont? Yes, Winston. Can I tell a joke? Why, sure, Winston. I'd love to be regaled by a humorous anecdote. Who did the zombie take to prom? I'm not sure. His ghoul friend. Oh, yeah. You know, it's... sort of funny. I, I have more jokes! I, I, I actually have more jokes! Well, Winston, I think that's enough excitement for now. Thank you for joining us here on Volumes of Fear. Please like us on the Facebook website if you haven't already. We're grateful to you, our listener, as well as our presenter, Crimson Knight Productions. Don't be afraid to share the scare that is Volumes of Fear on any or all social media outlets that you use. Until next time, listeners, stay alive, because
1: we need you to listen to us. This episode of Volumes of Fear featured the acting talents of Jaya Abeda, Rachel Collins, Shannon Riley, Andy Collins, Derek DeBoer, and Christopher Speedus. It was produced by Andy Collins and J.C. Rositas from a script by Andy Collins. Sound mixing and engineering was done by J.C. Rositas with artwork by Derek DeBoer. Musical tracks by Kevin McLoyd of Incompetech.com were used as part of this episode's score. This episode of Volumes of Fear was presented by Crimson Knight Productions. Visit them online at cnproductions.net. Follow Volumes of Fear on Facebook or Suffer the Consequences.